That's new from Revenge Sevenfold. It is called Hail to the King, and it is on 100.3 The X Rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is 7.46 in the morning, and it's time for us to educate you guys a little bit because there is something really cool going on in town this weekend that you are going to want to be a part of, and it's got some great local ties to it, and we're going to talk to uh, Sean and Aaron here about a little thing called wake surfing. And uh, let's uh, let's set it up with Sean first. You were with the uh, the Brigade Wake Surfing Company that is here based in town, and, and give us a little bit of history. How long have you guys been around? How long has Brigade been in business? Brigade's been in business about two years. It's me, myself, Sean Wright, and my business partner, Nick Scott. We're hometown boys. We're from Emmett, Idaho, and we're building surfboards in Idaho. I know. It's crazy. How does that happen? How did a couple Emmett, Idaho guys decide, hey, let's build some surfboards. Let's get into surfing. How does that happen? You know, my business partner, Nick, he was really big into it. He's been into it for like 13 years when it first started. And he came to me, he's like, man, this sport's really blowing up. People on wakeboarding are blowing their knees out and their back. And he said, this is chill, relaxed kind of sport. And I think it's going to be the next big thing. So he came to me and started building surfboards in our garage. And it has taken off, and uh, there's a lot of idiots out there, including myself, which did it this morning, that calls that, that doesn't know the difference between wakeboarding and wake surfing. So right. for, for us, the layman, explain to me the difference between the two sports. Yeah, no, don't even worry about it. We hear it all the time. It's, it's, our, it's our go-to. Oh, no, it's not wakeboarding. <laughs> it's wake surfing. Um, basically, the one difference is you're, you're not connected to the board. It's probably the easiest way to describe it is you can ocean surf behind a boat it's the same thing same style boards and you can do it in a lake you don't have to worry about sharks you can have your own wave right here in the lake and and uh surf on our brigade boards so uh, do you is there any especially for the competition part is there any kind of thing you put on the boat to make a bigger wake um it's all weighted it's all ballast there's uh different ways of ballasting you can put you know a bunch of water in it to weight your boat down or you can use a bunch of lead weight or you, um, could, you could use the morning after. Yeah, you guys, honestly, I was looking at you guys, I'm like, heck yeah, you guys are the perfect ballast. You're coming up to the lake today. Pay us out <laughs> by the hour, you could probably work out. No, <laughs> no, 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 by the pound. By the pound. Uh, yeah, by the pound, yet. there you go. Smarter yet. You know, and, and you guys have been around for, for a couple of years now making these kind of boards, and you're able, obviously, to have a, a little bit of fun with it. I mean, the designs are what make these things different, and the way you guys go about it. Is there a particular process that you use that makes your boards different than other people Um, there? Really, what's made us... Uh, different from all the other companies is our custom. We we do whatever you guys want. Guys come to us. We had a guy from Caterpillar come to us say, I want a, I want one with my dump truck on it. And we can do that. It's not something you can go to you know, your local sporting goods store and pick up a board off the rack. These are custom, one-of-a-kind, hand-shaped boards that you're going to get performance out of them instead of what these other big-name companies are making because they really don't know what wake surfing is about. They don't know how to build the boards. And that's kind of what makes our special. Where does it, where does a sport like this begin, Sean? Is it is it something that begins in a place that doesn't have a lot of water, and we're trying to kind of do something different, like Idaho, or is it something that started in California and kind of made its way over this way? Um, you know, that's a great question. I think it's guys like me and Nick that are stuck in Idaho and love to go ride a wave on the ocean, and we just started putting some weight in a boat and said, hey, "Let's ride this wave, see if we can make it work." And look at you now, man, making a living, doing what you love. That's oh, what it's great. all about. Yep. And uh, you are hooked up with uh, with Aaron, who is a gentleman that actually does this professionally. And Aaron, you're from Washington. How does how does this sport make its way into your life? How did you get started in this stuff? Well, since I've been about three years old, my parents have had me wakeboarding and snowboarding, doing any kind of board sports. And it's just kind of grown once we noticed people on our lake doing it. And we just started trying it, got a surfboard. And then ended up at a contest, ended up meeting Nick, the co-owner of Brigade. And from there on, we've just been working together, and I've been pushing myself more and more and just riding all the time and 
Just loving the sport, can't get enough of it. And that's, I guess, that's one of the cool things about this sport is that you, you can practice it pretty much anytime you want. You don't have to worry about, you know, are the waves going to be good in the weather yeah, yeah, today, yeah. and how is the that kind of stuff. You can go out in the lake and just kind of have some fun and pull some tricks, right? Yeah, totally. It's awesome. Just like always have a boat out and just being on a lake. And all you have to worry about is jet skiers buzzing around you <laughs> or other like tubers. That's really the only worry that you ever have on the lake. What, uh, as far as competition go, uh, is uh, something that uh, people are looking for as far as what, what makes a good wake surfer a good wake surfer? Um, pretty much everything. Your style, your aggression, um, the amount of tricks you're doing, different combinations, like harder tricks, bigger tricks, smaller tricks, like just pretty much having the whole variety of tricks with it, without your run in the contest pretty much makes you stand out more than anyone if you can pull everything together. Balance clearly uh, something that is a strength in this in this kind of sport. I yes, mean, when you're so not connected to it, you have to be on it. So what's the hardest part? Is it getting the air or is it pulling the trick? Maybe the aerial kind of combinations that, that's oh. more difficult for somebody that does it for a living. Uh, more like spinning the board because uh, we ride a little skim board so it's just like your ocean skimming so you just do like 180 shove it's 360 shove it's um, definitely keeping your balance with going for the bigger tricks like a big spin or like a 360 shove it and just different things like that it's totally balanced so it's it, it takes a lot of practice it's not something that it, I mean you yeah, can have yeah, fun yeah. doing but it's yeah. obviously you put a lot of time into this right yeah I spend so much time on a boat it's ridiculous <laughs> and people ask me why how are you so comfortable back there like you make it look so easy it's like you, you really don't understand how many hours I've put in behind a boat. Yeah, like they this, just got know? a brand new boat, and it's already got 100, 000, or 100 hours on it. Man, it's like dude. two months old. Yeah, you're not messing around. And, of course, uh, you're part of the, the Endless Wave Tour, which is hitting town this weekend. And uh, what, take it over Lucky Peak, right? That's uh, that's what this thing Correct. is going? Yep, up and, at Spring Shores. And explain to me a little bit how it works. Like, uh, what what how many people do you have out there? What is the uh, the format for something like this? Um, the format is, is we're going to have a big tent where you can watch it right from the shore. You can walk yourself down to the beach. Now that the water's so low, it's dropping so fast we've got tons of beach up there so you can hang out on the shore uh, we even got a boat tie-up line if you guys are up there with your boat already you can tie up and watch it from the boat um, we're also going to have uh, rocky mountain audiovisual up there with their big led screen so you can actually see the riders right up close we'll have cameras on the boat so you can see them right there awesome awesome and uh, it goes on all weekend long what are the what are the hours what do you want people to pop by and check this thing out um, we're going to start it up as soon as early the, the calmer that water is the better so eight o'clock all the way until these riders are done which is probably about 8 p.m and tell me about uh, the nightmare that the windstorm caused yesterday. I imagine oh everything was set up and it got bad, right? <laughs> yeah, we were all set up. We've spent the last two days trying to get everything set up, and that 60-mile-an-hour windstorm came through like the movie The Mummy, this dirt <laughs> cloud come over the mountain. and <laughs> We were scrambling like ants and got it all put away, but it's going to be a big setup again today. So if, you ever, if anyone shows up and we're still you know, setting up, help us out. I mean, it's, <laughs> it was a mess. <laughs> And of course, Aaron, you know the calmer the better. But how how big of a role do the elements play when you're out there and you're on and you're out there wake surfing? Is it the wind play a big factor? Does that does that kind of stuff like figure into what you're supposed to do out there? Yeah, well, your boards aren't very heavy. You're pretty small, like 52 inch boards. So the wind does play a big factor. Once you start like getting up in the air, getting over the top of the wave, there's there's a big factor with wind, and then any kind of chop on the water will kind of mess with the wave or mess with the uh, bottom area of your wave that kind of throws you off every once in a while or will help it'll like hit and you can sink your nose fairly easy once you start getting those other rollers coming through so and we were talking it's about a minute 10 or so mm-hmm. for the run and yep. how much of it is improv when you're out there and you're just going okay this is this is how it's going this is what i'm going to do or do you have a plan heading into each run um i never really have a plan i know 
I know what I have to do, and so I just start with the basic stuff that I start every day with when I just go out and ride, and just kind of do what comes natural and do do it as I as I go along the course. Because a minute ten, if you think about what you're riding, is a pretty long time of constant riding. So you have a lot of time to intermix all your different tricks and everything. So you got plenty of time. What's the speed on something like this? About how fast are you going on the water? I'm normally riding about 11 miles an hour. So there's some danger involved, man. I mean, it's not exactly an easy thing to do. You could take a spill and, and, and probably wouldn't be pretty, huh? Yeah, well, it's th- that's what sets wake surfing different from wakeboarding because you are going a lot slower than if you were wakeboarding. So if you crash, yeah, you have to worry about maybe hitting the board or mm-hmm. just like smacking your face on the water a little bit. But it's, it's a lot... It's a lot easier on the body than wakeboarding. Yeah. You're, not wakeboarding. Skimming, you're not skimming against the water yeah, for you, about 30 feet. Right. Yeah, you're not going 20 miles an hour like you are wakeboarding, so is, it's a little easier. Is there a particular style? Are there different styles of wake surfing? Is there a particular style that, Aaron, that you that you prefer, maybe? Yeah, there's two different um, like classes that we have like on the tour, uh, skim and surf. Uh, surf is more like a mini surfboard. Skim is a mini skimboard. I prefer a lot more skimboard just because there's so many different variations with spinning the board around. But yeah, with surf, it's so fun because you can just boost so high and just get so much air. And it's just like you're out riding a nice little like perfect knee-high wave. Cool, man. I know there's a lot to be seen out there. I know you guys have worked your ass off to make sure this thing is the coolest thing out there this weekend. So where are some of the other stops on the tour? Where else does, uh, does this place go? Uh, this tour has gone to California, uh, Colorado... Texas, now here in Boise. Cool. Yeah, the finals down there in Dallas, I believe. Yeah, then the finals are in Dallas. Go check it out, man. The Endless Wave Tour hits town this weekend out at Lucky Peak. You won't be sorry that you checked it out. Of course, uh, Brigade uh, is a big part of that. Tell us where the store is, man. If we want to get into this sport, if it's something that, that maybe somebody goes, hey, this is cool, I want to check it out, where can we get aboard? Uh, what's really cool about us is we're an online-based company, but we also have what's called our mobile surf shop. You'll see it up there at Lucky Peak. It's a big, giant red semi-truck. You can't miss us. And we travel around to all the local lakes. If you guys see us, hit us up. we got all our boards, all our gear, clothes, hats. You can hang out and uh, get some new stuff. EndlessWaveTour.com has all the information about what's going on out there this weekend at Lucky Peak. And if you want to learn more about Brigade Wake Surfing, just go check out uh, BrigadeWakeSurfing.com. You guys uh, have done a great job kind of bringing a little bit of attention to this to a place that doesn't have a whole lot of water sports going on. So uh, good work. We appreciate some local boys making good. Aaron kicks some ass this weekend. All right, my friend? Will do. All right. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Go check it out. You can hit up uh, the Morning After's Facebook page if you're looking for more about this event as well. Coming up in a few minutes, we got some important stuff. Let's take a look at your traffic. X workforce traffic. And here is Britt. Britt, what's up? Give yourself about 14 to 15 minutes north side to the Y on eastbound I-84 this morning with the heaviest flow of traffic from Meridian to Maple Grove. We do still have some slowing in the right lane near Gowan Road, exit 57. Southbound Eagle Road looking a bit crowded, as is the inbound connector coming into downtown Boise. If you're collecting unemployment insurance, you must now file your weekly report online. If you need internet access or help, ask for a workforce consultant at one of 25 local Idaho Department of Labor offices or call 208-332-8942. I'm Britt with X Workforce Traffic. X Workforce Weather. Brought to you by Park Gordon Law Beat Goliath. Here is the weather expert, Scott Dorval, with your forecast. A cool, comfortable start to your Friday. The week-